This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. For India, this crisis is a political test. A stern but familiar test too. Why do I say familiar? Because this standoff has the echoes of the Cold War from the 20th century. Back then, India had a categorical strategy. It was called non-alignment. Washington and Moscow uh, kept clashing, but New Delhi never picked a side. So what's different this time? For starters, Russia is not the Soviet Union. Both militarily and financially, Russia is much weaker. So it's not really a choice between two equals. And secondly, since 1991, India's relationship with the U.S. has improved a lot. Both countries are now strategic allies and they're part of the Quad grouping. So this time around, the choice is much harder for New Delhi. What considerations will influence that choice? Broadly speaking, two things. One is the political or strategic thought and the second is the economic impact. And if you're in India, I know what you're thinking. Ukraine is about 4,000 kilometers away from India. How can the standoff possibly affect you? Well, you can thank globalization for that. If this city falls, the impact will be felt all over the world, even in India. Let's deal with the strategic fallout first. For that, let me take you back to 2014. Russian troops moved in and occupied Crimea. We all know that story. The West moved a resolution against Moscow in the United Nations Security Council. Guess what India did? India abstained just like it did this time. Western anal analysts accused India of sitting on the fence, but New Delhi's position was more complicated. You see, non-alignment is not equal to neutrality. India was not sitting on the fence. India is not sitting on the fence. India is reaching out to both sides of the fence. We can think of two reasons why. Number one, the military equations. Moscow makes up around half of India's total weapons imports. India needs Russia to service its arms also for joint projects like Brahmos. So abandoning Russia is not an option for New Delhi. At the same time, siding with Russia could mean American sanctions. I'm talking about the CATSA, the Countering America's Adversaries Through Sanctions Act, CATSA. Technically, the US could sanction India for buying Russia's S-400 missiles. They haven't done it yet. And reports say Joe Biden could give India a waiver. But if New Delhi openly sides with Russia, Biden may reconsider. Reason number two is the China factor. Now, India needs both Russia and the US to counter China. Both nations bring different skill sets. America is China's rival and Russia is China's ally. One brings deterrence, the other brings leverage. Russia could be effective in tempering China's aggression, sort of like a middleman. America, on the other hand, will undermine China's designs. So it's a win-win for India. But that advantage disappears if India picks a side. Now let's assume Russia attacks. What happens next? NATO may not directly fight, but they will have to redirect their fleet, which means lesser deployments in the Indo-Pacific, more deployments in Eurasia. And that would give Beijing a free hand in the South China Sea. So India benefits from a pullback. The priority right now must be the Indo-Pacific. Next up is the economic fallout. A war is always messy for the economy, unless, of course, you make guns. Then you benefit, of course. It's no different in Ukraine. The India-Russia bilateral trade is worth more than $8 billion. The India-Ukraine trade is worth around $2.7 billion. There is no comparison. If war breaks out, supply chains are going to be disrupted. One product that will worry India is oil. And I'm not just talking about petroleum. I'm also talking about cooking oil. India bought 1.89 million tons of sunflower oil last year. And 74% of that came from Ukraine. 
So if war breaks out, your cooking oil may become more expensive. India is already preparing for this eventuality. New markets are being explored, like Brazil and Argentina. Then you have petroleum. It's the most sensitive commodity that you will find. If a rocket is fired in Yemen, you will end up paying more at the gas stations in India. That's how it works. The crisis here in Ukraine does have the potential to disrupt oil supplies. Brent crude has already breached the $90 mark. Experts say it could even reach the $100 mark. But the biggest impact could be on natural gas. Now, Russia makes up around 20% of the global supply of natural gas. If they attack Ukraine, natural gas is going to skyrocket. Anything goes. Even $200 to $250 per barrel. And this could disrupt India's energy plans. When Putin visited India last year, both sides signed a natural gas deal. India agreed to buy gas worth $25 billion from Russia. War could mean two things, a really long delay or a breakdown in the contract. So India has a lot at stake in this conflict. Friends, partners, allies, even cooking oil. But there is another way of looking at this. More stakes, more opportunity. Both Ukraine and the U.S. have urged India to play peacemaker. India could leverage its ties to play a positive role. Like I said, India's non-alignment was never non-interference. For instance, during the Korea War, India was actively involved, A, in reducing hostilities, and B, pushing for reunification. So if Russia and America are adamant on reviving the Cold War, maybe India too should dust out its Cold War playbook.